I'm not sure of how Easter became about bunnies and candies and herb scissors, but it did. The real story of Easter is Jesus came down to earth, taught us to help the poor, love our enemies, and so we killed him. And then he came back. Why he came back, I don't know. It's not like we made him feel very welcome, but that's the story. Happy day after Easter, everybody. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. I'd also like to thank uh, Jimmy Kimmel for joining us today at Happy Life Studios. Thank you for joining us on this happier night. You are so welcome, Jimmy, and it was an honor to have you. But that's all he had to say was just just that, and then he left and uh, didn't have time for me to talk to him. He took the crowd with him, too, so now I guess it's, it's just you and me here. So uh, happy day after Easter. I wanted to put out a special podcast on Easter because we're in the religion and spirituality section of podcasts, and I can't think of a more powerful, potent, inspirational moment for religion and spirituality than God himself rising from the dead. I know we had just started our prayer series, uh, but if we're going to start our prayer series talking about communicating with God, why not talk a little bit about that God himself. So uh, we'll get back to communicating with God prayer series next week. But I had a thought on Easter. My president, the president of the United States, had this crazy goal several weeks ago that said he wanted to open the country by Easter. And, and the thing that surprises me so much about that is that all the people that gave him so much flack I want to say, hey, whether that's a good goal or a bad goal, don't trash the guy. I mean, I want to have a leader in my life that is thinking positively. And, you know, it's true. Whenever we want to dream, whenever we've got a great idea, there's always going to be somebody that's going to shoot it down. You know, I get it. Maybe it wasn't a good goal. I don't know if it's a good goal or a bad goal. I just like the idea, the thought of opening up the country again. I like the idea of having an open country again. And so amidst all the dreariness of the virus, and I and I haven't really talked much about it because I know we're kind of tired of talking about COVID-19 and we're tired of the whole politics too. So I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about either of those two, honestly. There's another point that I want to make that's deeper. I just want to use this illustration, the illustration of a leader coming out and says he wants to open up the country and then you know, all these people trying to shoot him down. I I mean, at least say, hey, I don't think that's possible, but boy, let's roll up our sleeves, see if we can give it a try. Or man, I I, I tell you what, I got to honor the guy for having such a crazy dream, but uh, I just don't see how that's going to happen. However, you know, who knows? It it reminds me of our Miracle on Isle 7. Was that what it's called? The, The podcast we did a few podcasts ago about the 1980 men's Olympic hockey team that won gold and when the Olympic Committee was looking at Herb Brooks to be the coach of that, Herb Brooks didn't just want to have a, a team in the Olympics. He wanted to beat the Soviet team 
To which one of the Olympic Committee looked at him and said, Beat the best team in the world. Gold medalist in 64, 68, 72, 76. It's a pretty lofty goal, Herb. Well, Lewis, that's why I want to pursue it. <laughs> Any more questions? I'm good. No. <laughs> so uh, whether it's a good choice or poor choice, obviously we're not opening up our country uh, uh, Easter. It, it's not going to happen. But I love that goal of why not? Because, you know, it isn't just opening up the country, but opening it up on Resurrection Sunday. I mean, God rises from the dead so that we could live happy lives, so that we could be free and forgiven and not alone. I mean, what a great Sunday to try to open up the country. But I don't want to talk about the country today because I'm not in charge of the country. I have to trust the leaders that are put over that country, whether I voted for them or not. The Bible's pretty clear on that, actually. Side note, uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 in the Bible in the New Testament, Romans chapter 13 also in the New Testament, both talk about when there's leaders in our country, we need to submit to their authority and we need to honor those leaders. And if we don't, then we'll be judged by God. God places leaders over us. It doesn't matter what party they belong to. We need to honor those people that are placed over us. So whether or not the country should have been opened up or not on Easter, I don't know enough about this. Honestly, no one really knows much about the coronavirus at all. I mean, we're trying to figure it out. So I decide to to trust the leadership that has been placed over this thing. But the point I'd like to make is that my leader wants to open up my country, and he wants to open it up on the same day that God resurrected so that I could be free, so that I could be happy, so that I could be at peace, so I wouldn't have to be alone. I could be forgiven. I love that concept. But I'm not talking about my country or your country right now. I want to talk about my life and your life. Because truth is, we'd like to say that God is the president. He's the leader of my life. But God gave me free will. He gave you free will. He gave us a steering wheel. He's not in the driver's seat driving. He gave the steering wheel to us. Now, if we want to ask him to drive with us, he can help us. He can show us how to do it. He can. The Bible says he's planned out our days, and he can show us where to go and and help us with all that. That's what he likes to do. But nonetheless, he made us president of our lives. He made us leader of, of our own thoughts. And so the question I have is, do you want to live a closed life or an open life? Because truth is, right now, I think we're all a little bit tired of the, of the quarantine. We're tired of having closed countries. We're tired of the world being closed. I mean, don't you just want to get back out there again? So what's stopping us? There's a virus out there that we're trying to nip it in the bud. Truth is, we can't open the country until we get a handle on this virus. And the difference between me living an open life and a closed life is much the same. The difference between me living a happy life and a sad life, me living a generous life or a stingy life, me living an angry life or a happy life. The difference is there's some viruses in my life that want to close me up. I mean, you think about it, as scary as the coronavirus is, and we should take it legit and take it real, and we should listen to those people around us, and we should keep practice social distancing and all that stuff. You know all the stuff we should do. I don't disagree with that. We should, because this is a scary virus. But as scary as this virus is, isn't racism just as scary? Bitterness is just as scary. Think about it. When I'm bitter, 
my world gets real small, gets real quarantined. How about jealousy? That's a virus that I struggle with. When I'm jealous of somebody, I just shut myself off from that person. I just quarantine myself from them. I just isolated myself from that person because I'm jealous of their success. And truth is, just like my leader who came out and said, hey, I'd love to have the country open by Easter. And also all these people didn't just disagree with them. They totally trashed him. And truth is, When we want to become happy, when we want to become free, when we want to live open lives, there's going to be people in our world, too, that are also going to try to shut us down, that don't want us to be successful. Why would they want that? Well, the same reason why I get jealous of people or same reason I might get bitter of people, you know, but those things that that anxiety, that panic, that fear, that bitterness, that depression, that discouragement, all these viruses, they make our world real small and real quarantined and real closed I'm not in control of my country, and neither are you, but we are in control of our lives. And we get to choose whether we want to live a closed life or an open life. But to do that, we got to take care of these viruses. They're not going to just go away. We had to get serious and shut some things down. And if there's some viruses in your life, you got to shut some things down. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I think sometimes if we think the virus is just going to go away, if we don't do anything about it, if we don't take the antibiotics, if we don't get the help, if we don't practice the social distancing, we think it's just going to go away. It's going to continue to just go viral. But we got to make some steps if we want to live a happy life, if we want to live an open life. And we don't want to live a sad life, a closed life, a discouraged life, a a life of panic, a life of fear. That's up to us. That's our choice. I choose whether I'm going to allow the circumstances to cause me to live in panic or to live openly. Panic is never a correct reason to make any choice. We can be concerned without being panicky, concerned about the situation without being anxious about it. So who's in? I mean, who's in with living an open life? I mean, if you want to live an open life and not a, not a closed life, if you don't want your life to be quarantined, you don't want to be lonely, you don't want to live in despair or anxiety or panic, but you want to live openly and generously and lovingly, and you, you want to live with a smile and you, you, you want to remove the masks, not continue to keep them on because we wear masks. We don't want to let people in. So the first thing we got to do, I think, if we want to have an open life is we got to open up to God. We got to tell him what our virus is. If we don't want that virus anymore, then he's the one that made us. He's the one that's got a plan for us. He knows how we function because he created us. So you got to go to your creator. If there's a problem with your vehicle, you go to a mechanic, right? If there's a problem with a program, you go to the person that created that program to understand how to fix it. And so it just makes sense that if I'm having a problem with with my operating system, I need to go to the creator of that operating system and and tell him, here's the situation. That's why we have helplines, right, that we call the 800 lines or whatever, and we're saying we're having a problem. We pay money to be able to call someone and say, I'm having a problem with my computer. What do I do? And they walk you through that. In the same way, we should open up to God if we want to live an open life because he knows how to make our life open. And that's as simple, it's really not difficult. That's why, you know, it's funny, this is right in the middle of our prayer series because now we're actually going to talk about that. It's as simple as, forget the whole word prayer and think about, forget me saying you got to go to God and you got to pray. You just got to go to God and tell him you want help. That's it. Because that really is prayer. 
And we need to go to him and say, here's my virus. God, I'm really angry. I do this a lot. God, I'm really angry today. I give this anger to you. I don't, why am I angry? What's going on with me? And I, and I think about that. And I allow God to get some time to actually speak to my mind, guide my heart and say, you're angry because you're sad. You're angry because you're tired, Steve. You're angry because you're jealous. These things come to my mind when I say, God, I'm so angry. Why am I angry? And all of a sudden I start getting thoughts. I, I, I calm down and I wait and I allow God. I, I listen and allow God some time to, sometimes I wait for days before I get, wait a minute. Oh, I get it. That's why I'm struggling with panic right now. Why am I so panicky? Oh, I just got done watching a newscast and all they did was throw a bunch of bad news at me. Okay. So that's why I'm panicky. I think it's important to go, wait a minute, what's my virus and how do I handle it? When you're sick, you don't know why you're sick. So you go to the doctor and the doctor does tests and he figures things out and he says, I think it's bronchitis or I think it's pneumonia or I think it's something else. Well, if you're trying to treat bronchitis like you would treat another thing, it it, it doesn't work. So you want to figure out what that virus is. And so I think it's very good for us to be introspective and say, why am I feeling this way? God, what is that that's going on with me? And would you please help? And then just think on it or be silent or or give him some time, but allow the thoughts, him to speak to your thoughts and to speak to your heart. We need to open up to God. God made us and he made us because he wants to open up to us. Truth is, God gave us the steering wheel of our lives. He doesn't want to drive our life. He wants to be in the passenger seat. He wants to drive with us. He wants to road trip with us. That's why he made us. That's why he made Adam and Eve so they could walk in the garden in the cool of the day, the Bible says. That's why when Jesus came to earth before he died and rose again on Resurrection Sunday so that we could have the keys of freedom, the keys of forgiveness, the keys of peace so that we could live an open life, the keys of happy. He grabbed 12 guys that no one else picked and they became friends and they hung out together because that's what he wants to do. He wants to hang out with us. That's the point of prayer. It's to communicate and connect with God, but we'll get to that next week. So if you want to be happy, God wants you to be happy too. He created you to be happy. That's why he had resurrection Sunday. That's why he died a painful death so that I could be free, so that I could be happy, so that I could be content and so that he could help. So don't be afraid to open up to him. Secondly, don't be afraid to open up to each other. I mean, first of all, There's professionals and then there's peers, right? If you're able to open up to a professional, if you have the ability to do so, you have someone in your life or you have the money that you can afford it, man, I'd highly recommend that. The Bible is full of talking about getting counsel. I'm not doing this as a plug for our coaching because this is a free thing here, but like I said, I am willing to coach people that want help. You know what? The difference between a coach and a counselor is the answers are already inside of you. A coach just asks the questions to pull those answers out. And so if there's someone in your life that you can go to, do it. If you can get help from a professional, go for it. And like I said, Happy Life Studios is sponsoring this episode, and we're giving away a free month of coaching to anyone that would like it. And so don't be afraid to use that. If if you need help, open up to a professional. If you can find a professional, open up to them and let them help you because Einstein said that no problem is ever solved from the same level of awareness that created it. So sometimes we need somebody that's not stuck in the middle of our forest, that, that kind of sees it from outside the forest that can help guide us through that. You know, oftentimes the solutions that I'm able to, to bring out in people to their situation 
um, I need someone to bring those same solutions out to me because when I'm in the middle of my jungle, I need someone to tell me the same thing. I can't just tell myself that because I'm in my jungle. It's completely different when you're in the middle of the jungle than when you're on the outside of the jungle looking at it. That's the difference between panic and paradise, right? Because paradise is always very close to a jungle. If you think about it, you know, I, I would love to go on some cruise to, I've always wanted to go on a cruise to like the Virgin Islands or the Caribbean or something like that. But the beach is always very close to the jungle and freedom is also very close to fear. So open up to somebody that can help you. That might be a few steps in front of you. Some of them went to schooling for years and paid a lot of money so that they would know stuff so that they could help people that need help. And lastly, open up to peers. Man, if you're in quarantine and you're blessed enough to be in quarantine with someone, maybe you don't think it's a blessing right now. Maybe they're getting onto your nerves or whatever, but it very well could be a blessing. Open up to them. Tell other people in your life that are walking through life with you what kind of person you want to be. Apologize for the areas of your life that you wish that you could change. I wish I could be more like this. I wish I could be more like this. Hey, I just want you to know that I'm really trying to work on patience in my life, and I'm wondering if you would help me with that. And sometimes just getting it out of our mouth and telling somebody we want help in something is the best thing that we can do. Sometimes just getting that out helps. But then asking someone else to, would you help me with that? I mean, I don't want you to be a jerk to me, but I need some encouragement. This is the kind of help I need. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to open up to somebody because when you open up to somebody, then you start living an open life. And truth is, God wants to open up your world. He wants to open up your life. He wants to open up your country that he made you leader of. We just got to take care of this virus for that to happen. And to take care of that virus, get help, man. Open up to somebody. Open up to God. Open up to others. And let's live a happy life so that we can help others do the same. Someone happy, make just one someone happy, and you will be happy too. Happy Easter. I hope that helped. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. open up. I really hope your Easter was fantastic. I want to I want to pray for you. Uh, pray a prayer blessing over you. Uh, it means so much that you listen to this podcast. We're actually just a bunch of happy lifers trying to make our world happier, trying to do this happy revolution, and, and we just need help to do that. So I decided that I come on, especially since we're doing a prayer series now, and just pray a prayer over you guys. But before I do, I wanted to encourage you a little bit more. Um, number one, Easter isn't the end of it all. Easter is the beginning of it all. And God didn't die and rise again from the dead just so we could be forgiven of sins, just so that we could live a happy life. He He died so that we could move on, so that we could move forward, so we could have life more abundantly, more full. Why? So we'd have more life than we can handle so that we can share. And that's really what the Happy Life Revolution is about. It's about sharing that. And so I know this Easter has been different than probably any other Easter that you've ever had. Which takes me to my second thing of encouragement that actually goes right along with this. I was thinking about you guys, and the song Reset by Mute Math comes up on my Google Play 
And I thought, I remembered how a happy lifer explained to me that that was one of the words that they used to describe the whole COVID-19 thing, that it's it's a reset. And that's really a, a really positive cool way to look at this. It's a it's a reset. We've never gone through anything like this before. And so why not move forward in a way that we've never moved before? Easter isn't just about, oh good, God died and now that's great. I can be happy. But God wants me to have happy to the abundance. He wants me to have life to the fullest so that I can share it with other people. And he wants us to reset. And so I'm going to pray for us on that. Uh, my heart goes out to those of you that have really been affected, those of you that have lost friends and loved ones. My heart and my thoughts, my prayers go out to you. Um, quite literally, because we're going to do that right now. Uh, if, if you're interested in the free coaching, just email me at coaching at happylife.studio, or you can call at 425-200-HAYS, H-A-Y-S. 425-200-HAYS, that's also our Yo Stevo number. And so I would love to know some of your stories of some times when God guided your life. It was heading in one direction and turned or something really cool happened there. I would love for you to leave a voicemail on my Yo Stevo. I might even use that unless you tell me not to. So that's 425-200-4297. Or you can also type it up if you'd rather do that. And you could email me at Yo Stevo, S-T-E-V-O, at happylife.studio. Jesus, I, I ask that you would help my friends. I'm so glad that, that you rose again for us so that we could move forward. Now, we want to help spread the happy, so help us spread it. We, we need your help in that. Help us to live an open life. This is, a, this is a time of reset. So, God, help us to have a more open life than we've ever had before in our life. Help us to open up our lives. Help us to open them up. For those that, that need courage and they need comfort, God, you said that if we mourn, we will be comforted. You also said that weeping may last for the night, but joy is going to come in the morning. So for those that have had a lot of weeping lately, I ask that you would just give them joy. God, help us. Help us to open up to you. Help us to open up to others so that we can live an open life. Happy Lifer, you mean the world to us. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your life. You're amazing. Have a great week. Steve Ace.